Hello there, you sexy, beautiful people. My name is Sam, and this is Trauma Dump. So basically what we're going to do here is I'm going to read some stories. We're going to do some Reddits. I'm going to spill some drama about my own life. We're just going to get real personal real fucking fast, okay? Think of this as Sam's therapy session, except the entire fucking world has access to it. But no one's going to probably listen to this, but that's okay too. So let's start kind of break the ice with a Reddit So this is an am I the asshole? Am I the asshole for calling my sister toxic? Two days before Christmas, my sister video called me on Instagram. We hadn't spoken in a week, so I thought nothing of it. When I answered, she started screaming at me about what our mom bought my five-year-old for Christmas. I immediately hung up because he was sitting next to me and I didn't want him knowing he actually got Naruto, Naruto Monopoly. Okay, sidetrack thing. Um, my mother-in-law, well, I guess she's not my mother-in-law because I'm not with my baby daddy anymore. My baby daddy's mother calls it Naruto, and I think it is the funniest fucking thing in the world. And so it's really hard for me to call it Naruto now because I've gotten such in the habit of calling it Naruto. Anyway, let's get back to where we were. Something he had asked me for for the month prior. All he wanted was that game and a slinky. My sister then started messaging me through Instagram in all caps asking me what my deal was for hanging up. I told her to shut up because that was my son's Christmas gift. And she went on about how because he is five, we're going to lose the pieces, that he already has too many games, he doesn't pick up his toys, he's never seen Nardo, and calling him dumb. Oh my god. Uh, that, okay. She went on saying that she wants the game and that she was taking it. That I don't contribute to Christmas and that I'm selfish and expect everything out of my mom to buy all of us stuff. I tell our mom every year not to buy us anything. She then told me to buy the game myself and basically told me I shouldn't buy nice things for my baby because I can't buy them nice things that are over $100. I sent everything to my mom telling her I would not tolerate my sister's toxic behavior and that I would no longer be going to her Christmas party. I told my mother to return everything she had bought for my family, and my mother's response was, your sister isn't toxic. You guys need to work this out. The entire conversation was completely unprovoked. All right. I need to sit on this one for a second because I feel like there has to be some backstory that we're not getting here or something. Or, okay, first off, you're not the asshole. Okay, you are not the fucking asshole. Your sister sounds like a goddamn bitch, okay? As a mother and as a sister and as an aunt, like, what the fuck? Sometimes you're going to get better things than other kids. Or you're, you know what I mean? It's not even that. It's not even that. It doesn't even sound like the mom. That's like, that's none of her business, That's none of your sister's business. And it's your nephew. It's her nephew. She should be wanting her nephew to have a fucking Monopoly game. Are you fucking kidding me? That is bullshit. Um, Wow. Wow. I'm trying to think of this in the sister's perspective as well. I think that the only... I want to read through it again really quickly. I think the only way that maybe I could see where the sister is coming from is if 
the sister doesn't get anything. But even then, or the sister has kids that don't get anything, it doesn't matter. Like, no, it doesn't fucking matter. That's not your place. Um, And I'm sorry that your sister is doing that to you because it's not even to you. Like, that's to your kid. Like, I wouldn't want that toxic shit around my kid and you shouldn't want that toxic shit around your kid either. Um, You're not the asshole. Your sister does sound toxic and I wouldn't go to the goddamn party either. And your mom saying, (laughs) your sister isn't toxic. You guys need to work this out. Like, like you said, the entire conversation was completely unprovoked. Like, what the fuck? That's just, uh, that's just fucked up. That is so fucked. So no, you're not the asshole. Let's get into another one of these because I think I'm actually really enjoying doing this. So this one, am I the asshole? How to deal with people's expectations of me. First time mom here, 30 and happily married to the best and supportive husband I could ever ask for. However, today I've been practically bedridden with anxiety, unsure how to deal with the situation I'm in. My best friend, who I've been friends with since my childhood, has been possessively toxic towards me since the day I told her I'm pregnant. I must say, this comes to no surprise to me because we went through the the same thing the last time I went through a major life change. My wedding to my husband. Oh, God. The day I told her I was pregnant, very early on at six weeks, she made sure to ask if she was the first I told, which she was, but I still found it so offensive that she felt the need to even ask that question. Like, just be happy that I told you. To make matters worse, I've since found out she's been telling people how she's upset with me that I waited two weeks since the day I found out to even tell her. Like, what? I couldn't even comprehend how I felt for two weeks, much less want to share the news with anyone else. My pregnancy was a total unplanned surprise. I also have to mention, the same night, out of her excitement, I sat on the couch and listened to her list off baby names she found on Google for hours. I don't know, perhaps we should leave the naming of my child to me and my husband? I'm almost 13 weeks pregnant now and had a pretty bad, rough, wait, had a pretty rough first trimester. I could barely stay awake half the time, but I did my best to keep contact with people as much as I could. She was the first to get my sonogram photos and whatever updates I had, after my husband, of course. However, it seemed like every time I would pick up the phone or speak to her, I had to deal with some sort of disapproval of what I was doing, or listen to a guilt trip of some sort. I've heard several times something along the lines of, it's really hard not being mad at you. I get you're pregnant, but... Because my telephone time has significantly decreased, and as for examples of disapproval, I had to listen to her disdain over my gender reveal idea because my husband and I decided to find out together first. She said she felt very sad that she won't get to know the gender at the same time as me and get to know that special moment. And the icing on the cake boils down to today. Okay, here we go. Here we go, friends. Today... I found out she's been telling people things along the lines of, I get they're a married couple, but this is a special moment for me too. Further, she's told people it just feels like we don't share special moments together anymore and that she feels like an ordinary friend to me. Every time I think of picking up the phone to call or text to confront her, the things I want to say are honestly not very nice. I keep getting into 
protective mama mode and feel the need to draw a line in the sand for my boundaries. I don't want to make the situation worse, but I'm not sure what to do or how to deal with the situation. Am I the asshole? How does everyone else deal with everyone's expectations of them? Okay. You're not the asshole. Um, I'm, I'm confused why she feels so entitled. So this was your best friend, right? That's, yeah. Your best friend who I've been friends with since childhood. Okay, 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 okay. I understand you guys probably have this, like, sisterly bond. You guys are so close. But this isn't about her. This is about you, this is about your husband, and this is about welcoming your new baby into this world. This is not about her. Like, how selfish. I can't. I can't. Okay. So, she told her she was pregnant two weeks after she found out. Those first, the first fucking, no, the entire pregnancy, you're still processing what the hell is going on. I feel like when I was pregnant with my daughter, I obviously, I know I'm pregnant. I know I'm growing a person. I see the ultrasounds. I feel the kicks. But it just is a blur. It all feels crazy. It all feels wild. Like, it doesn't matter if it's planned. doesn't matter if it's not. And it sounds like this one wasn't planned either. Like, that's not your place, girl. Like, that's not her place. Oh, god damn. It, it just sounds so selfish um I will say the one the one part of this that I don't think that the friend's an asshole for is the sitting and talking about names of babies I think that that's just kind of a a fun thing um that a lot of people do together I know like when my sister and I were both pregnant we would do that for hours google it like read the books it's, but if you're not reciprocating it, if you're not feeling it, and if you're so early and I don't know, I don't know. I don't think she's an asshole for that. I guess I can kind of see how maybe she just wants to feel involved. But even then, she is crossing your boundaries. Like, and you talk about riding a line in the sand or whatever the hell. Bitch, you need to build a fucking brick wall and make sure she doesn't crawl over it because... This is your life. This is your baby. This is your husband. This is not about her. She needs to know that. And you know what? Things are going to fucking change. Once you have that baby, once you pop that baby out, you're not going to be there for her the way that you were before. And that doesn't mean that you're going to be a bad friend. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying as a mother, as a new mother, you're not going to be able to be there for every, every phone call. You're just not. You're not going to probably want her over every day either to see the baby and I feel like I feel like if boundaries aren't set now this is gonna be a fucking shit show when that baby comes like I would just oh it's so hard because you don't want to ruin your friendship but at the same time she's fucking talking shit about you behind your back like no she is talking that's talking shit man Man, I just, I feel like maybe she's just in a place of selfishness. Um, But here's the deal, too. You're a first-time mom and you're 30. And this is a childhood friend. Your friend's probably also 30. Like, you're 30 fucking years old, dude. 
you're 30 years old. Why are we, why are we shitting on people's happy? Why are we making people feel bad because we're not involved? It just sounds like she's a drama drama friend. And I want you to ask yourself this. Does she talk shit about other friends to you? Does she do that? Because chances are, if she's coming to you talking shit about Sarah down the block, who fucking looked weird yesterday and slept with the guy at the bar that looked like a fish. Like, if she's doing all that to people that she claims to be her friends, then she's probably doing that to you, too. And it just it just sounds like she's very selfish, and it sounds like she's in a different stage of life as you. Um, and that's just sad, and I'm so, so, so sorry that you're having to go through that. Um, and I'm sorry that your friend is being such a bitch. <laughs> like, honestly, she needs to fucking reevaluate and realize that this is your baby. This is your time with your husband. This is not about her. This is not about her. Okay. So I really am enjoying this, and I would like to do another one. All right, this next one is called, Why Am I the Asshole for Not Wanting to Live in a Dump? I feel like this is going to be a good one. I live in a student residence that has four people, including me, and everybody in here except for me would not give a shit if this place was infested with rodents and roaches. Literally everyone in here, including the girl and boy who are rooming in one of the tenants' places, which is not allowed, by the way, eats food and buys food and just fucking leaves it in the kitchen to rot for days. Literally. One of my roommates had some party for her friend and had a cake in the kitchen just laying there for an entire week before I said, hey, can you throw this cake out? Another time, she had pizza in the pizza box with slices still in the box laying there until I texted her if she would mind moving her shit. And every time I asked her to clean up her mess, she always conveniently says, I was going to do so anyway. Smiley face. <laughs> they'll have dirty dishes laying in the sink for eternity. In parentheses. And they'll stay there too because I'm not cleaning anyone's dirty dishes. And won't bother to sleep the floor, sweep the floor after making a mess. One of the other tenants is just as bad. He's been here the longest and he's just as bad as the girl. He'll only make some effort to clean if he sees me cleaning. And he'll throw out the garbage to make it seem as though he's doing his part or something. I don't know. They'll leave the kitchen light on for absolutely no reason all day. It literally takes one second to turn the fucking light off when you're leaving the kitchen. The girl and her friends are super obnoxious and annoying when they have a party, which is fine. People are allowed to party, but it's literally a party every fucking night. And you want to know the worst thing? I still somehow feel like I'm the asshole by running around asking them to clean up after themselves. Every time I ask them, they act like I'm being so annoying or like I'm trying to be their parent or something. Believe me, I have no interest having to constantly ask some grown-ass adults how to clean up after themselves. But if I don't do something, then I'll literally be living in a dump. And it doesn't even stop at just cleaning habits. Sometimes they'll use my utensils without asking. The dude doesn't stop anymore, but I literally had to cuss him. Oh, wait. No, I read that wrong. The dude doesn't anymore, but I literally had to cuss him out to stop. Oh, God. When the girl roommate had her party for her friend, guess whose drawer they went into to get forks and spoons? I confronted her the next day, telling her she didn't even bother to ask before she took my shit, and her excuse was, oh, sorry, I thought you were asleep. 
I didn't want to bother you. So you took my shit anyway? I cussed her out in front of her friends, and the worst thing is that the next day when I cooled off a bit, I felt like I was the one who was out of line. Hey, you didn't have to be so mean to her in front of her friends who aren't supposed to be staying in her room anyway. Maybe you should have found a better way to talk to her, I said to myself. So my dumbass self went and apologized to her, and she said, Oh, it's totally understandable. Yeah, right. It just sucks, because I know I'm being a pushover, but anytime I confront either of them the next day, I end up feeling like I'm the biggest asshole ever. Like I shouldn't have to feel like I'm being a dickhead or asshole by asking grown-ass people to clean up after themselves. I feel a blow-up coming soon, to be honest, and I feel like I might get into a fight if she or her friends say something smart to me. Okay. Okay, so here's the deal. I understand where you're coming from. These people are grown-ass people. Like you said, they're grown-ass adults. They need to be fucking picking up after themselves, especially in shared spaces like that. Like, if you want to fucking trash your own bedroom, go for it. Who fucking cares? But the kitchen and, like, a cake for a week, that's disgusting. Like, that's gross. That's unsanitary. And that's not fair to you or anyone else that lives there. But I will say I think that it sounds like you have a lot of um, resentment and built up shit against them. Um, and it sounds like maybe you're, the way you're approaching it could be a little less crazy. But it's also one of those things that you've already told them so many times. So I understand where the frustration comes from. And my first thought when I read about the utensils was like, well, they're in the hat. Like, I get it. I get why they did it. But clearly you've established that boundary. I'm assuming they've established that boundary. I wonder if everyone else is cool with like sharing shit and maybe you're the one that doesn't and maybe they just didn't think it was a big deal because everyone else is cool with sharing shit I don't know but it sounds like you've established that so if you've established that boundary then they should be respecting that oh man this is hard this is hard so you said it's a student residence I wonder how old everybody is I wonder But even then, grown-ass adults, they should be picking up after themselves. I will say one more thing, though, about this. I, the way that you kind of, this is why I think you have resentment towards them. And I feel like it might be deeper than just their mess. Like, the way that you talk about, you know, them having friends over and they shouldn't even do that. And, like, staying the night and they're not even allowed to do that, like, you're, you are staying in a student housing and like that's, that's expected. I mean, I just, I feel like you have a lot of resentment and maybe this is a situation where you just need to figure out the best way to break free from this or maybe see if there's a possibility of um, going to a different housing situation or something because at this point you've already made your points, you've already explained yourself, you've repeated yourself and it's not fair to you. It's not fair to anybody. And they'll, I don't know. If they can't do that, I don't think it's going to change. Um, it sounds like they just need to grow the fuck up in that sense. So honestly, I don't think that sitting there and continuously cussing them out is going to get you anywhere. But 
Do I think that you are an asshole? No. I don't think you're an asshole. I definitely don't. I think that I completely understand where you're coming from. Um, That's fucking gross. I just think that you need to get out of that situation. Um, And then that last comment, too. (laughs) I feel a blow-up coming soon, to be honest, and I feel like I might get into a fight if she or her friend say something smart to me. Yeah, girl, get the fuck out. You need to get out of that situation. You have to because, like, we we can't be doing that. We can't be doing that. I mean, no, it's not it's not worth it. A dirty kitchen is not worth getting into a fight with a bunch of people and just get out of there before it gets too bad because it doesn't sound good. Oh, kind of pivoting away from the Reddits, that last story made me think of a roommate story that I think would be good to share. So when I was 18, I had gotten an apartment with my um, boyfriend at the time. I was pregnant and we were, we, I had this, I don't even know, we weren't even friends really. We knew each other from town. We knew each other from like high school parties and stuff. She had a kid She had just recently split up with her baby daddy and she was like, you know, I'm just a mom. I've got a good job. I just need a place and I need a roommate because I can't afford it on my own. Right. So we're like, this is a perfect situation. Right. Like we're parents, soon to be parents. This girl's a parent. She's got a good job. She's got a good head on her shoulders. And it went south so fucking fast. Okay so fucking fast. Buckle in, because this is a, this is a long one. So, let's start with the move-in, okay? We move in, we bring this U-Haul, we get this girl and all of her stuff in the house. It's all, it's all good. And I want to say day two of being at that house, this lady puts in our brand new living room basically a shrine to her child. I want to say close to 30 pictures on the walls of her kid in the living room, in the living room. Okay. And my boyfriend and I at the time were, we were just like, whatever. Like, I mean, it doesn't look like we live here, but whatever. Because this girl had a kid, we were like, you take the bigger room, you get the room with the big walk-in closet. We'll take the smaller room. It's fine. Um, And her room was actually the only room with an air conditioner. So we had this super expensive apartment, but it didn't have, um, like, central heating and cooling. So there was only two of those, like, box air conditioners, one in the living room and one in her bedroom. Trust me, that's a pertinent part of this story. So she also had this dog. We also had a dog. We had a husky, and she had, like, a a pitbull mix. I want to say it was like pitbull lab. He was just, he was a mix, but he was, he was a sweet boy, but he was not trained. Okay. He was not trained. So God, here we go. So literally a week after we move into this place, she quits her job and we're like, fuck man. Like, fuck. Um, it seems like her entire life is falling apart. She quits her job. The car that she had was owned by her baby daddy. He takes it away from her because she hits a pole 
in the driveway, pretends, oh my god, this is so bad, she pretended like someone had hit her, like a car had sideswiped her, when she literally hit a pole, and he came and looked at it, and he was like, dude, you're fucking lying, no one, like, it was in a spot where it was very clear she had a pole, but she lied to him, and was like, no, someone sideswiped me, and she fucking would take that to the grave, I'm sure, but that's not what happened, she hit the pole. And so she gets her car taken away from her baby daddy, which, I mean, makes sense, and loses her job, whatever, but she's just going on about life like it's nothing. So anyway, a few months goes by, she's paying her rent. Actually, I don't even want to say it's that long. I want to say it was probably about a month in, she finds this new man, and he just moves in. He just moves in. It was never talked to with us or anything like that. And at this point, it's like the heat of summer, okay? So it's like the heat of summer. There's this random man living with us that she's only known for like a week. And dude, I mean, this this lady would leave fucking dirty, pissed diapers, dirty, shitty diapers on the floor of the living room. Her dog was so fucking out of control that our dog could not be around her dog. So we would have to keep him, like, basically in our bedroom. Um, And then we would take him outside, of course, and try to get him out as much as we could because we didn't want to just leave him in our bedroom all day. But, you know, we, we had to do what we had to do. So we had to kind of leave him in there a lot of the time. Um, But we would also be in there because she would be in the living room with her shrine of her fucking kid on the walls, with her baby daddy, or not her baby daddy, her new boyfriend. And she would make a fucking mess. There'd be shitty diapers everywhere. There'd be dishes left out on the counters. I mean, it was bad, dude. It was bad. Um, anyway, so let's go back to the air conditioner thing. Like I said, it's the fucking middle of summer And it's like 105 degrees out. We don't have an air conditioner in our bedroom. And this fucking lady would just let her dog run around, tear shit up. So we would have to leave our bedroom door closed. And we were fucking baking in there. We did not want to stay in the living room ever because she made us so uncomfortable. She would rock like it was just it was bad. It was fucking bad. It was awful. I was miserable. I was pregnant And it was just, it was awful. Well, this new boyfriend ends up getting her pregnant. And so she's pregnant. I'm pregnant. Like, we're fucking sweating in our bedroom. We're miserable. We're not happy. The house is a mess. Like, it was bad. It was bad. So one day I'm, like, scrolling through Facebook. And we have a few months left on our lease. And I see a post from her on one of those, like, local rental groups that I was in and she was saying like hey I'm looking for a a house to rent mind you she never fucking mentioned anything to us about wanting to move out or wanting to break our lease or anything like that so I ended up confronting her and I was like hey are you planning on moving out because I saw your post and you know if you are, just tell me it's okay. Like, let's just figure it out. And she snaps at me and she's like, no, I'm not. We, we can't break our lease. That would cost so much money to break our lease. Blah, 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 blah. Right. 
So, goddamn. So her dog fucking kept tearing shit up, shitting on the floor, pissing on the floor, fucking, it was, it was bad. And one day I came home, I'm very pregnant, I'm like six months pregnant, and there is shit everywhere, there is garbage torn up all over the place, all of our, like, wooden spoons and everything like that, torn to shreds on the floor. I sent her pictures, and she was like, well, you should have taken out the garbage. She fucking blamed me, because I didn't take out the garbage, Mind you, six months pregnant, middle of the summer. I had I was working a full-time job. She wasn't working. So if she wasn't in the house, she was just out and about. Like she wasn't working. So it was it was bullshit, right? And mind you, my um my baby daddy and I, we would take out the trash like every fucking day. So it was it was ridiculous. So after that, it ended up turning into this big fight. I like went into my bedroom. She came home later that day because she was out when I sent her those pictures. She didn't know I was home. And she was on the phone just talking shit about me. And I remember hearing her talk about how she never even wanted to get this place with us in the first place. How she fucking hates me. How I'm such a bitch. How, mind you, I never did anything wrong to this girl. How, like, it was, oh, God. And I sat there while she vented to everybody in her fucking contacts about me and how fucking ugly and fat and pregnant and dirty and gross that I am and how I should have taken out the garbage and how, you know, she never even wanted to live with us in the first place and all this shit. So after that, I was like, I'm leaving. This is when I'm leaving if you want, I can find someone to, you know, move into this bedroom. She said, fuck no. No one's moving into that fucking bedroom. I have a kid here. Fuck you. Like, you don't just get to fucking pick people, which I get to an extent. But at the same place, like, we were so desperate to get the fuck out of there. So I had reached out to my, to the rental company and I was like, listen, I'm in such a bad position here. Oh, You know what? I didn't mention a really fucking important part of the story. So about a month before this happened, she fucking, we sent her our rent money and our rent was, I want to say it was like $1,600 a month. So we paid like 800, sent her our rent money. This happened twice. And all of a sudden we found out the rent wasn't being paid. And she said that she had fraud on her bank account. And for months, she went on saying that, like, her bank wouldn't give it to her back and blah, blah, blah. She needs to go to the bank. That didn't fucking happen. She never had fraud on her account. She literally spent our money. Because if you had fraud on your account, you wouldn't just fucking let it go like that. You wouldn't just fucking let it go like that. So she ended up getting into this payment plan to repay back that rent. Well, we're time to break our lease. I'm like, fuck this. I'm done. Reach out to the rental company. They're like, listen, it's COVID right now. Um, If you send us an email, thank God the sweetest lady at that rental company. She was like, I understand where you're coming from. And I'm so sorry you're going through this. Um, I was desperate. I was so desperate. I was pregnant. I was sweating. It was was awful. Um, 
she basically said like send us an email say that you guys basically can't financially afford this place due to covid circumstances circumstances which is true because she wasn't working anyway so it wasn't like we were lying so I, we sent this email we were able to get out of the lease without having to pay anything right well get out of that place and then later find out that that payment plan she had set up to repay back all of the rent that she stole from us, she never actually paid back. Um, so it got to the point where it was about to go to collections. And I'm like, I'm 18. I'm a pregnant mom. We want to get our own place again. We moved back in with my mom for a couple months because we needed to get the fuck out of there. And I was like, we can't let our credit go to shit. It's the middle of COVID. So I end up just calling the rental company and I paid it. I paid it off. I paid it in full. And she, that fucking girl, ended up basically stealing thousands of dollars of money from us um, and with no consequences. Didn't even affect her credit because I paid it off, but I had to. I had to save my own ass. So... That's my story. That's my story. So I get it. I get you, girl. I understand. It's just not fair to you. It's not fair to anybody. And it's so shitty being in those situations where you feel like all you want to do is fucking leave. You can't stand the people you're living with. You don't feel comfortable in your home. It's awful. It's awful. So I think with that, we're going to call this a day. I feel like this was a pretty pretty good little first episode. I feel pretty confident, pretty happy about it. Obviously, the quality is not going to be great and I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll figure it out. So stick along with me, friends, and we'll, we'll go through this journey together. Have a wonderful day.